Only the fucking best here. Mm. Only the best. Thank you, man. Yeah, we're here. Todd Rock Life. We're with Scumbag. What's going on, Scumbags? Not <laughs> much, man. How you doing? Not bad, dude. Uh, if you guys don't mind, for those who actually have video, could you introduce yourselves? Sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Joe. I play bass for Scumbag. Yeah, I'm Dylan, guitarist, backup vocals. I'm Chase, main vocals. Nice, nice. Drummer's not with us today. Drummer couldn't be with us today. Sadly. Fucking yeah. drummers, man. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys told me one of you guys couldn't make it, I would have been like, the drummer. <laughs> First guess. <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, you know, he's a nasty fucking drummer. Same. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he used to not play with triggers, but he switched recently, somewhat mm. recently at least. Yeah. And it's completely revamped our sound, like... Some people say, oh, Triggers is cheating, they don't like it, whatever. No. It sounds fucking mean. You have right? to, yeah, yeah, you have to like do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're always going to get that from, like, the purist. Like, you know, Triggers are cheating and whatnot, but it's really, it's not about that anymore because it's about sound, you know, as, mu as music evolves, like uh, auto-tuning. Like, rappers, a lot of rappers, a lot of, like, pump, pop, pop punk people, they use auto-tuning and pitch correct, but it's not... It's not to cheat and Stupid. make their voice in town. It's more used as like a production thing. It's more of a sound, right? Yeah, exactly. So like with the triggers, man, like I think it sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. Especially just... live. Yeah, yeah man. It's fucking crushing. Being able to feel them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. I never, uh, I don't hate on a band for doing anything to up their production value live, you know? Well, I'm glad you see it that way. Yeah, no. I mean, well, it's not totally true. Some bands do a little bit too much. There is, like, when people get into backing tracks, I don't have any... I don't have anything against certain aspects of backtracking, but when people are doing it, like Kevin's a production queen, literally, a queen. even though my band doesn't use them, but when it comes to like, you know, it, you can cheat with backing tracks, right? You could fucking cheat with yeah. guitar. You could cheat with like harmonies and stuff. I'm not into that, but like, if you if you have a piano on your album, but you don't have a piano player. Well, I don't have a problem with someone using backing tracks. You yeah, know? that's not Millie Vanilli. That's all right. Yeah, that's not Millie Vanilli. What do you mean I, back? I, kind of, I, I see what you're saying. And like a lot of times I'll go to see a show and they like only have one guitarist, even though there are two or three guitar parts and a bassist on the recording. So they'll have all that filled in with a backing track. And I don't necessarily view it as cheating. It's kind of weird though. That's kind of weird. Keep going. Though. Away from the live experience, definitely. When I, you're going that crazy with it. I say just get another guitar player. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> piano players can be I mean, hard to come there were, like, so many guitar players in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, the uh, single you guys just put out, uh, wait, what's it called again? It's um, Blood Drinking? Uh, so, Blood Drinker is Blood an EP that we released 
a year or two ago. I wish I could tell you off the top of my head. Okay. But yeah, so that's that's not a single. That was an EP. That was like a one-off thing. My bad. Yeah, it was a year ago, actually. It's a song on air. It is a song. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was a three-song EP. That was a Blood Drinker, Tattered Gods, and Loveworn Son. Oh, okay. okay. And, you know, the, the whole idea with that, that was before we actually got Chase and Joe in the band. Yeah. And that was when it was just me and Joey Drums working on everything. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the whole idea with that was just to explore something different musically, create something really dark, really thematic. And it was fun for what it was. Mm. But going forward, we're moving things back in the direction of the self-titled. So. It'll yeah, really cool. dude, that self-titled album is fucking sick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like goblin metal. Yeah, like not, not the genre goblin metal, but just like yeah. goblin metal in its essence, you know. Okay, yeah, I get that. Yeah, where now? Where did you guys? What do you? What's your recording process like? Where do you guys do it? Like, who records you? Uh, we record in my garage. Right on. For the most part, yeah. That's oh, why. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I asked like that, because I know a lot of bands are doing it themselves these days. Yeah. Um, so the whole idea, we just got like a whole mic kit, uh, some Sanson, like DK707, mm. set everything up in the garage, then we'll go to my bedroom, track guitars, track vocals, track bass, and then we'll give it to somebody else to produce. For Blood Drinker, we did it in-house, didn't love the process, so we're just going to stick with sending it to a professional. Sure, yeah. That's a grueling process. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it, it but it sounds good. You guys did good with that, though. Even yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people criticized it for the mix upon its reception, especially Blood Drinker. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it probably failed to reach the same number of people as self-titled for that reason. Sure, but it was what it was. You know, it was just us, and that's it. No Keep- frills, no other people, no other input. Yeah. Keep pumping them out is what I say. Just fucking churn churn them yeah. out. Turn them out like loads. <laughs> yeah, and the the self-titled sounds great. Um, who, who did you guys send that to? So there's this dude, you're probably not familiar, but he's like really popular in the Rings of Saturn knockoff band scene. His name is Cosmophobe. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, he offers mixing too. So we went to him kind of like I was kind of already internet friends with him at the time. I was like, hey, you want to like handle my project? And I think he did a phenomenal job with it, so. Yeah, he definitely did. Does he mix bands like you guys? Is he used to doing that? Uh, I, I'm not really too sure what he does besides, like, the Rings of Saturn clone stuff. He actually, like, disappeared completely. Like, he was in the middle of mixing a couple people's projects oh, and yeah. just dead silence, deleting social media, can't find him anywhere. I don't know if he's back, but that was... Yeah, what was going on with that? <laughs> oh no! Yeah, that's uh, that's different. We should. Our next episode is going to do a missing persons uh, thing on him. <laughs> yeah, I have no clue what the story is. He yeah. upset some people for a bit. <laughs> yeah, man. Jeez. Well, I hope he's okay. Anyway. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it does. It sounds awesome, and uh, it, it's I. If that's if he's not usually doing stuff in that genre or anything even close to it, I'd be surprised because it sounds like he's done a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, he, he knocked it apart for sure. When did you guys do that? When did you record it? Uh, so self-titled, I think, was like recorded probably 2020. I don't remember if we released it 2021. I, th- I think it was 2021. 
But yeah, so we had some of those songs written for a very long time. Like Tumsock was written for a very long time. It's a good song. Good song. Probably even earlier than Tumsock, probably like 2019. Uh, But like when those songs were first written, they sounded very different. As in they were played very slow, a lot less technical. But as we got better, we just kept ramping it up and ramping it up. And then we got to a point where like, we're ready to put this on a record. And then it's even funnier now because we'll go to play it live and it's somehow still even faster. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Did you guys do that during COVID? Um, good question. No, it was before COVID. Like, yeah, probably. Was, right right before. Yeah, let me not have the dates wrong. Bringing up the historical data. I don't know. Everything's a blur. My brain is awesome. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so self-titled was released 2021, but we had done all like the heavy lifting of it before COVID. Sure, sure. Okay. So you guys didn't really, during that time, you guys couldn't really like uh, play out and promote it much, I'm guessing. I mean, even we would do like stuff here and there, like in my uncle's backyard, which is its own legendary legendary times cops always getting called neighbors getting pissed off and stuff like that but we weren't a full band you know it was just me and my drummer so we couldn't properly go out and deliver the same sound that you hear on the record until we got the full piece going so Mm. your uncle sounds like a good man (laughs) uncle mike is the man that dude is the fucking legend (laughs) shout out uncle mike <laughs> what do you guys got going on now when you play next i'll probably ask you again at the end too <laughs> just to um, so this saturday august 26th we're going to be up in troy playing collar city mushrooms outdoor gig at a mushroom farm playing with the fellas over in mass esoteric gore the local homies death island and uh, alien autopsy don't remember where they're from a couple other bands uh, then weekend after that, we're doing September 1st in Brooklyn. Maybe you have more details about that one, right? Yeah, the Stone... Stone something church. <laughs> Basically, it's a church. It's a church. It's like yeah, a, a working... Yeah. Like, the show's going to end, and the next morning, there's going to be, like, views for people. <laughs> I, I don't know about that one, but... Yeah, it's a, it's a church. <laughs> That's cool, man. You guys, uh, you're busy. You're pretty busy. Yeah. What's the what's like the crowds been like for you guys? How's the scene going where you guys play? Um, so I guess like our first proper show out as a four piece, we had a great turnout at Weightlifting Academy over in uh, Hallmore <laughs> yeah. here in Westchester. The Tremendous way. turnout. It must have been like I don't I don't know. How many would you say? And the place is full. Place it was a, it's a, it was a big gym. It was a whole gym. I'm, I'm gonna guess myself and say it was probably like over 100 people. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. So that was the best crowd scumbags played so far. But besides that, I mean, you know, what can you expect with local metal that's trying to do its best? So sure. Like 30 people maybe at any other gig. Yeah. Well, I mean, whatever, man. Anybody, anything's good. One of my pilot. One of my pilots was like. Oh, for sure. Always a good time. One of my pilots was wicked into like death metal and like you know this kind of shit. 
and he would go to the gym. I'd be like, show me your gym playlist. And then I'd just listen to that for the day because yeah. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> nice, dude. <laughs> One of your so pops. the gym thing is like, ah, oh, that's fucking tit because there's a lot of people that actually listen to that kind of music when they work out. Oh, it was yeah, perfect. Course, it was yeah. a perfect cross-section of like psychotic weightlifters and psychotic metalheads. Yeah. <laughs> you guys... So, like, you guys seem like relatively young dudes. How old are you guys? I'm 22, turning 23 real soon. No shit. Uh, basically the same fucking thing. Our, our birthdays are two days apart. Yeah. So wow. Tim birthday bender. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. Oh, yeah. Are you guys all around the same age? You're a drummer, too? Our drummer is yeah. the same age. Yeah. Is a little... No, I'm the youngest here. I'm... Turning 21 October 1st. Oh, yeah. boy. It's locked in the calendar. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, you, I take it you're excited about your 21st birthday, so I take it you guys are not straight edge. <laughs> oh, far from it, sir. That sounds like it'll be an amazing time, although I'm sure you I'm sure you've drank. I <laughs> mean... <laughs> You guys have a surprise for him? Uh, we can get a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> we can make something happen. Well, yeah. yeah. For, for the most part, I, I think he will be surprised. Even if he yeah. I feel like we picked out which bar I want to head to. So I'm going to do that. But then shortly after my birthday, my cousin got me tickets. So I'm going to go see St. Vitus. Um, I'm going to be there for the first time seeing a show. Which right. I'm excited for. That's 21 plus club. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice man. In New York City. Awesome spot. Oh, that sounds awesome, dude! You guys, you, I'm just—you guys are fucking not to blow up your heads, but uh, you're supremely talented. <laughs> Very much appreciate. Yes, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, all I <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of talent like in our area that we all grew up, and we all grew up playing music really young. Uh, I can't think of another death metal band though, like in their early twenties, that sounds like you guys, like tightness wise, and just you guys are fucking insane. Yeah, I mean. I practice my ass off. Chase practices his ass off. Joe's dedicated as fuck. Mm. Uh, my drummer and I, we started freshman year of high school, and we would just do, like, System of a Down covers, but we were, like, psychotic maniacs about it, where we would just be, like, four hours straight replaying Toxicity over and over again. Dude, and I love that album. That's a great it's album. Like, we're not going to stop playing the song until we can play it note for note exactly, not missing a beat. Perfect. Nice, nice. That's just like, that kind of mentality took us very, very far. Who sang Serge's vocals? <laughs> so at the time, we were actually playing with my ex-girlfriend doing bass and vocals, and that was before we were scumbag. We were going under ellipsis, and we didn't really do too, too much with it like, in terms of like releasing or playing out, but we practiced <laughs> our asses off. Nice, man. That's awesome. You ever do the self-titled system, front to back? Uh, not front to back, but we did a bunch. We would do that. Yeah, we would do sugar a lot. That's the one that I remember. We would play the fuck out of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, there's some bangers sugar on that. Azuka. Yep. Azuka. <laughs> <laughs> Today I learned. You know, like the it's a me Mario. It's a me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's not what the, he's saying. He's not saying an Italian stereotypical phrase. This is some Mandela saying, effect. No, it's, he's not saying it's a me. And, um, he's saying Itsumi, which means super in Japanese. Oh, I he's was just going to say, that sounds Itsumi Japanese. Mario. Oh, that's fucking a riot, dude. 
Right when you said that, I'm like, well, that doesn't. That sounds Japanese. <laughs> it's Sumi. It's Sumi, Mario. All right. Hey, that actually, the voice of Mario just stepped down. Chris Pratt. Is that his name? Yeah. No, 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 not from like the recent movie, but like the original voice actor from Mario. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I just saw an article like yesterday that he just like stepped down or retired or something, and people are bummed out about it. I don't mm. know why. I don't know. <laughs> he really, he didn't have a lot of lines. No. <laughs> no, he really didn't. His job is kind of in the bag. Like five page script. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, much. I still want to get into the whole inspiration for the Mushroom Kingdom thing. Like, there's some, there's some shit behind that. Yeah, it's like the mycelium be. theory and fucking the mushroom people and the the lizard men were coming and turning them into bricks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. <laughs> you are on to something, man. Yeah. Yeah, you. they were probably tripping when they came up with it. <laughs> <laughs> Princess alone, the parents are away. There's never been like a king or a queen, I don't think. Hmm, no kidding. I have not seen the movie. I'm just going on my experience from the games back awesome. before, I don't know. That's all that matters. Five years old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. They even eat the mu- well the mushrooms that are in Mario too aren't those like the uh, like the classic like mushroom that makes you trip like with the dots yeah on the it? Uh, what's it called Amanita uh, mm. whatever blah, blah, blah. yeah doesn't that make you trip yeah I believe so I've always wanted to eat those ones I always get the ones like that taste like shit and look like shit well they make Mario <laughs> eat <soon. laughs> you guys ever eat mushrooms. Uh, allegedly, possibly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it comes in candy bars. These are kids. Come on now. Uh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. I mean, chocolate tastes good. Chocolate tastes amazing. That's what I'm saying. Like, you've probably been past the chocolate bar. That shit, we didn't have that shit growing up. We <laughs> yeah, just we got, did. No. You, Ryan, and me fucking ate chocolates. We just couldn't trust him because you never knew the potency. <laughs> I don't remember doing that. You don't remember that? No. Maybe you weren't with us. Yeah, he had. He used to get chocolate bars back in like the early two thousands. No. Yeah, I've only done the old sandwich or just eat them whole like piece of shit. Yeah, I don't think I ever bothered <laughs> chasing it with anything. What, Melissa? Our friend Melissa's here over on the futon, way off She's microphone. A huge fan. Really quite distracting. <laughs> Hi, Melissa. <laughs> I need like a scratch pad or like a whiteboard because I have so much shit. Of There's a whiteboard behind me. I know. I keep seeing your arms flailing Dude, like at the corner of my say. eye. There's a whiteboard. I'm just looking at me. them and I'm ignoring the f- arm flailing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only chance I have to fucking shut Melissa up. <laughs> just don't look at the futon. <laughs> All right, boys. We lit the fucking candle. Candles have been lit, the show. Oh, boy. Oh, we're connected. Oh. Yes. We are connected by the flame. Yeah. I want to know more. Dude, not to, like, keep harping on the age thing, man, but, like, it is really quite impressive. I want to know more about, like, where you guys got your comeuppance in music. Yeah, what was your first gear? What were you... Like, for me, my dad just, you know, any other guy's story, my dad listened to classic rock and some of the heavy stuff. And, you know, my generation had Guitar Hero. 
So that, that was a really big put on. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Yeah, yeah. Elaborate on that, please. You know, like, the songs get harder <laughs> as you go down the set list in Guitar Hero, so the music also gets like darker and crazier. Mm. So you get to the bottom, and you're like Metallica, Slayer. Oh, really cool shit, man. And then you just keep going from there. You're like, I'm gonna find Pantera on my own. I'm gonna, I found Death on my own. And then it went from there. But uh, for my drummer, we kind of like did this whole journey together, pretty much. He, uh, he wasn't into anything heavy. He was like a big Michael Jackson fan. Not bad. For no but shit. He heard me playing Hypnotized by System of a Down one day, and he was like pretty much hooked after that. After that, I showed him like the Symbolic album by Death, and yeah. he found like Meshuggah, Future Breed Machine, and we just like co-evolved from there. So he's into like the more rhythmic types of music. I like the really melodic stuff. Mm. And yeah, it makes really good music, I think. Dude, that's super uh, interesting, actually. <laughs> it was insane because I'm two years younger than them, like in school-wise. So we went to the same um, high school. And when I was in my freshman year, yes, I actually that. Dylan and uh, Joey Drums <laughs> played live in the auditorium, and they played a death cover. Yeah. <laughs> nice. When I was, that, I was like, holy shit. And then who... Who knew that years down the line that I was going to meet up with them? <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that story. So, yeah, our school used to have, like, there weren't talent shows, but they were, like, art nights. Yeah. And basically, like, all the kids who played instruments and stuff would get up and do something. And we would always do, like, a death cover. Like, we're like, we're going to do lack of comprehension in a suit and tie or, like, Crystal Mountain or something. And it was always a ton of fun. Not bad. Christian high school. It was... <laughs> <laughs> yep. What was the high school? It was called Idaho Prep. Yeah. Ah, Prep school. Hey. Uh, I was jamming. So, I was jamming Deftones covers when I was playing in high schools. <laughs> Back in the day. I had a Holy Deftones shit. patch on my backpack when I went to Cardinal Spellman. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Speaking of Cal- <laughs> prep, prep schools. <laughs> oh yeah, he went to prep school too. Yeah, I went to a couple of them. I, I bounced around, let's just say that. <laughs> I left public schools. <laughs> but I didn't even really know Chase in high school. Not at all. Yeah, like, yeah, he was two years younger than us, and I pretty much just had my friend group that I interacted with. It wasn't until college when you linked yeah. up with Joey Jones. Yeah. Right. How, was, yeah. how was school? Were there, like, cat people, for real? Were there litter boxes? <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere, bro. Nice. I actually remember the text message that Joey Drum sent me when he first saw Chase on campus. He was like, bro, someone's wearing a molesting the decapitated shirt for a school presentation. (laughs) Yes. I was like, dude, that guy's on school itself. After my own heart. I love it. (laughs) That's pretty rad. Man, I remember when Melissa the decapitated came out. Yeah. I just dated myself. <laughs> All three of us saw Devourment Live. We were going ape shit. Yeah. They, yeah, I saw them probably like a week before I saw you guys at the C Note. Um, they played with Organectomy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ex- ex- extermination, Dismemberment. Fucking. Um, it, was yeah. an, it was the Ingested uh, tour, but it was a Devourment mm-hmm. show. Let's, get, let's be real. Yeah. So yeah. No. Seriously, the place cleared out by the time Adjusted played. No disrespect to them, but everyone was there. You 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 saw the same tour then? Yeah, we saw it at the Monarch, Dude. Brooklyn Monarch. Ed. Ed was 
ED blew my mind. Awesome shit. And they're from Belgium, and they're just, like, so cool. Man. Have you guys done anything overseas? No. Our first out-of-state show was the one that you saw at Sino. Uh, oh, it was. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That went over well. You guys were great. Yeah, well, the performance was fucking awesome, for sure. It felt great to be up there, so. You can see it on the Rumble channel. Yeah. Brian captured all of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. We watched that video plenty of times. <laughs> that was a lot of people. <laughs> so awesome. we've never had a full set recording. Yeah, yeah, I was saying. So yeah, that is sick, man. What would you say your guys' goals are right now as a band? Uh, yeah, that, that's the most immediate goal for yeah. sure. All right, man. Yeah, just with music in general, my goal is to be able to live off of music. I don't want to work a bullshit job. I don't want to work any job for that matter. I yeah. want to do what I want to do, which is make music. Yeah, That's right. Totally. totally. I don't know yeah. if I'm speaking for you guys, but... No, you're pretty much at the nail right there. <laughs> yeah, that would, be, uh, that would be the dream. You guys, you guys could do it. I think, especially now, like uh, if you decide to be independent artists and not sign with anybody, you got. I think, I think there's no ceiling for an independent band that has a lot of drive. Yeah, they're yeah, definitely they're definitely doing it on their own, like a little bit. But touring is expensive. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. That's when you got to like set up guarantees and shit. Yeah. Yeah. If the club, like, uh, you know, if they, if you have any idea, like of how many you could possibly draw and then you can start like getting guarantees from people and you know at least cover your gas make the trip pay for itself at least yeah mm -hmm. it, it, is, it is such a long way down the road because you're talking about like what we could pull and guarantees and stuff like that yeah yeah like, so like let's say we go and decide to play in connecticut we have no following in connecticut yet we've never right. played there i don't have friends in connecticut but if we're doing an east coast show or an east coast tour we're gonna be hitting connecticut and not pulling anybody so it's just it's so far down the line, but it'll happen. Sure, yeah. yeah, I get that, man. I get that. I'm sure it will happen for you guys. You guys are hungry and you sound awesome, so you could make it happen. Even uh, at this point, we're just like musically, between like all of the musician friends I have, like Joe Diorio over here, me, Joe Tesler, Chase, we're doing something musical every night of the week, pretty much. Yeah. Nice. We're just grinding this band, we're grinding that band, grinding a cover show, something like that. We're just no shit. Really yeah. Yeah. So, what what else are you guys doing? Well, that's uh, that's actually kind of how I met this whole crew. Um, I came back. Little backstory: came back from Rhode Island. That's I came here for school, so closer, I guess, to you guys, the Massachusetts area. Um, and came here for school. Wasn't really trying to like. I had a few stuff going on back there, music-wise and band and stuff, but didn't really have anything. And then run into Dylan over here, and they were doing something working on using a singer. I'm like, okay, cool. We start collaborating. Just playing like house parties, college parties, like woo, like party like stuff like classic that. rock yeah, stuff. Yeah, like stuff, stuff on Guitar Hero. <laughs> nice. Oh, shit. nice. Um, and then, yeah, we started chilling. He talked about Scumbag. Uh, I actually ran sound for them the first night that they jumped Chase in. And then I was like, yo, do you guys like want anyone to play bass? And they're like, yeah, let's play bass. So then we jumped in with that. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So we had that stuff going on the cover band. We work on original stuff. Everyone just kind of just hangs out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just playing music all night. That's amazing, man. <laughs> what kind of bass are you playing on? I was just going to ask that. <laughs> <It's Ibanez. laughs> yeah, nice, yeah. nice. <laughs> 
Yeah, what kind um, of equipment do you guys use? Um, so these days I'll use uh, an AxeFX Ultra that I bought used from a friend in Italy. Which was, <laughs> that was a stupid story, but... So I used that with a Harley Benton 400 watt power amp, solid state. And for almost every show, unless I'm borrowing gear, I'll be using my Mesa 412. Nice. And guitar-wise, I use a bunch of different brands. My Ibanez, I have a fan fret seven string. That's like my wife guitar. <laughs> that like no matter what, I'll never find a guitar that's better, even though it was like a mid-range $600 guitar. Yeah. But there's that. I also use like Jackson here and there, Schecter a lot too. So yeah. The Ibanez seven, they make good. Yeah, the Ibanez's make great seven string guitars. Oh, yeah, they're out of this world. The next, especially, they're so fast, so thin, it's perfect for me. Mm, mm. What about your drummer? What's he playing on? He, he <laughs> barely plays a fucking drum kit on. <laughs> that shit is falling apart. It used to be a Tama. Now yeah. it's just a pile of like pieces of wood like something out of mad max <laughs> love Mad-Max. it it's so bad but yeah he it wasn't tom album lovely yeah man that's rad he uses yeah. foot blaster triggers too yeah yep Fuck. so it's, like I'm not... it's not the kind that measures the bounce on the batter side of the kick drum it oh. actually attaches to the bottom of the pedal <laughs> and it measures when the pedal strikes a certain point so it's just it's overall more reliable yeah pretty cool i've never been familiar with triggers really never been around yeah. them yeah I've, I've played on a drum set that used them i only did it like once but it was it was kind of cool it takes some getting used to though but yeah it does. Oh, yeah, yeah he definitely went through a little Period to get used to yeah, yeah. I, the dude that was for, playing. For a while, we thought like his gear was really shit. Like we just bought like a bad brand of triggers, but it's a completely different technique that just takes time getting to learn. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Fucking a, man. What about uh, what about movies? What's your favorite movie? Hold on, I got a treat. <laughs> I got a, I got a treat where uh, my main lyricist man Kevin, he's gonna read some uh. Some scumbag lyrics for the audience, uh, that's a just great so idea. they can have a little taste of. Uh, <laughs> a All right, here we go. We're gonna get scumbag canceled. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> All right, here we go. Are you guys? Are you guys good with this? <laughs> All right. All right. Finding my inspiration, receiver of sexual machinations, placing the sock over my erect cock. I grip the shaft and I pump until mad. <laughs> I, sow, I sow my seed once more. Too many times I've come left in the sun to grow. It has begun. I, lo- <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I am now God. I have created life. The sock breathes raged in homicidal fabric set to kill, seething with rage, strangulation, gagging, death, gone to terrorize children, killer, come, sock. Trails of blood and come to nowhere. Shaking, fearful, gagging children. Beatings given with no remorse. Murder is its only course. Come, come socks, gone too far. Presidents missing or dead nuclear arms deployed. Society bows to come sock. <laughs> Continents wiped off the map. World destroyed by my right hand. <laughs> 
Came in a sock by my command. Humanity no longer stands. Civilization reduced to sand. <laughs> All right. Oh He's a thousand percent. Who wrote those lyrics? Did you? <laughs> uh, that, that was between me and Joey Drops a long time ago. So you guys did that together. That was like a joint effort. <laughs> yeah, so we'll just like stand there in my filthy garage and be like, yeah, that rhymes. <laughs> Dude, Melissa's pissing herself over yeah, here. Yeah, she is. Dude, you guys must have been laughing pretty hard when you were coming up with that. It's, it's so fucking hysterical to us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so nobody really knows. At one of the shows, I actually announced that nobody could guess what this song was about because we kind of, once I joined them, one of the first songs um, I wrote lyrics for was Disturbed, Drowning Death. We just call it DDD. And it's basically, there's like this picture that's been on Instagram forever about like a, this like a kid like crying with a, his mom found a drawer that's full of piss. So I wrote the lyrics just full about a piss drawer like um, consuming <laughs> like towns and like. <laughs> the vast majority of our songs are about just pure bullshit. <laughs> Legends of piss drawers and cum socks. Wiping out continents. <laughs> Wiping out the world. So uh, how... What fell first? What do you mean? How did it go? How did the how did the thing go down? The cum sock. Is it just slamming into buildings? Uh, well, the idea is like I imagine like a sock puppet with no hand oh, attached God. to it, just like crawling around, like stuffing himself down people's throats and like strangling them that way. <laughs> Imagine the cum sock murders. One by one. I see. I see a repeating theme here. Um, with the name Scumbag, are you guys aware of the origins of your own name? Um, I'm not quite sure where you're going with that. I, I did read a Stephen King book once where somebody referred to a used condom as a scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> so we got it. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Scumbag wrote the song fucking cum sock. It's awesome. <laughs> That's too perfect, man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. The only material we have that doesn't have pure goblin mode lyrics would be off of the Blood Tranker EP. Mm. And we don't perform that material very much. It's kind of like the thing we did once and now moving on. Not that I don't like it. It's some of my favorite work that I've ever composed, but it just doesn't yeah. work as well in the live setting, and it's not so cohesive with the vast majority of our other work. Well, once you write Comsock, you can't go back. <laughs> yes, that's my conversation. We found ourselves... Starting at the top here. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Never look back. <laughs> No, I, I do like that. I like that uh, older. Uh, well, it's not a single that you guys put out. It's good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. I, uh, I, it's, it's cool, man. You guys seem to really be having a lot of fun, and that's what it's about. Yeah, that's the whole name of the game. Like, practices, they're just, like, insanely horrible people getting together yeah. just to make really fucking crazy music. The FBI works overtime, and we start hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What do you, what, Melissa? It's, it's true. It is true. <laughs> I mean, 
You guys are on the list now too. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. What was that? I just I want to hear "Come Sock" now. It's been tired. Melissa wants to hear "Come Sock" now. He will. <laughs> can we play? A, can we play a little bit? Well, we already came in with it. We're, oh yeah, we did come in with it. That's true. We're going out with it. We can go out with "Come Sock" as well. That's all right. You will be when we go out with it. Right. <laughs> We're going That's out. Like with our song. Yeah. <laughs> just because I read the lyrics, it's uh, pretty phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we got the spoken word crowd now. Yeah. For you. <laughs> that would be the best thing to recite at like a coffee house at like poet night, <laughs> poetry night. <laughs> you put some Shakespeare on it when you recited it. <laughs> you, had a, you had a good camera to it. Yeah. I said, Kevin puts on a show. Cadence. <laughs> some cadence to it. <laughs> Oh, the, the coffee house, right? Didn't you guys do that big little coffee shop thing? Like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that's funny. Like, scumbags first real gig, even just as a two-piece, was in the basement of my college and then I come up on the mic and I pay homage to the great Denny's Grand Slam and I go, what's up, Cafe AZ53? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. Awesome, man. They're not blinking for the whole set. Horrified, not a single clap when we got off. It was great. <laughs> you had one one person clapping, huh? <laughs> there was possibly one person, yeah. Yeah, I was streaming. I was making up for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be more, like, satisfactory. <laughs> uh, I wasn't expecting good reception from that one. Dude, I, I wouldn't want a good reception from that one. I would want the reception that you got. <laughs> yeah, Joey Drums wasn't too happy afterwards, but I was having a ball. Ah. Like, why the fuck did you drag me here? <laughs> what was some of the other performances that night before you guys came up? Somebody did an acoustic Nirvana yeah. song. Yeah, and then somebody tried to, did somebody do stand-up? Yeah, there's there's like a mix of just like single person acts, whether it was comedy, poetry, or like just like a, a guitar with like Taylor Swift covers. Yeah. Or original songs, either or. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was actually also the cover band, the one where I first linked up with Joe. That was our first like two yeah. song performance, yeah. just to kind of like warm up. The Even that, it was just it was so loud for the joint, like. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Like the horrible impression on the We pulled up with 60 tons of gear you know, in a cafeteria <laughs> yeah. and a cafeteria. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> some, king, some king gets up there. He's like, this one's called My Safe Space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, we played Come Sock and Pudgeons of Death in the bathroom. Like, yeah. In the bathroom? <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> More about the bathroom, she yeah. says. Oh, Legends of Death in the Bathroom? Take yeah. it away! Yeah, it's another live staple. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's about getting, like, abused and beating your abusers by hiding behind a shower curtain when they get up to pee in the middle of the night. Can you make a phone call for these boys? That's pretty good. Like... Fuck abusers. Yeah. <laughs> what, Melissa? Are you just, oh, yeah, Aaron? Melissa's. I've been over here all the time yelling. Oh, yeah. She's a crisis. She's in crisis mode. Crisis, oh, no. I have no, I have opinions. 
Yeah, how were those wildfires? Everything turned orange for a day. Oh, yeah. It shit looked like a zombie apocalypse movie. Yeah. Did it really? You didn't breathe that shit in, did you? What you gonna do? Yeah. Shit. Milk could kill you. <laughs> yeah, everything was fucking orange. Yeah. Yeah. It was really Yeah, that must have been tense with you guys, are. Thing is though, it actually like smelled really good. Oh, yeah. like, like somebody was burning a scented candle, but everywhere. <laughs> really? I had it too much besides yeah. like the carcinogens, but. Yeah, big Canadian candle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I think wildfires. A, I think there's a conspiracy afoot with that. Well, they say people they caught people lighting fires. Yeah. Over it went over in California. Like two years ago. I remember that, yeah. They blamed it on that. But, I mean, it's happening all at once, and there's no storm on the way. Yeah, you in, got... In Canada. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's kind of, I mean... Yeah, a little bit. And then they say it's it smells weird. I mean, I know what house fires smell like. I used to work for a restoration company, and I'd have to walk into charred shit all the time. Yeah. And uh, it, oh, it kind of had like a sweet aroma, I guess, but you knew it was a house on fire. Sure. That's what I would expect. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, if it's a forest fire, why does it smell like houses on fire? Yeah. Well, there is houses. Houses in the forest. Good point, Melissa. <laughs> houses in the forest. Okay, I buy it. I don't know, Occam's man. razor. Whoa, we're getting uh, deep. The simplest I think explanation is usually true. Yeah. Well, sometimes. Why does a forest fire smell like burning houses? Because there's probably some houses in there. Yeah. Well, yeah. sure. <laughs> that stand to reason. Good point, Melissa. <laughs> you fucking brilliant. Yeah. Fucking smarty pants. <laughs> it doesn't add up. And no, it doesn't add up. I, there was a lot going on at that time, and there is even now with the whole Hawaii thing, like the fire in Maui and oh, that's mm. that, that whole fucked up thing. Have you guys ever been to Hawaii? I would love to. Yeah. Know. Soon, hopefully. Nah, I've never yeah. been. I heard a lot of homeless people. Really in Hawaii? Oh, yeah. 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 I, I heard that. I things about like, the homeless issue in Hawaii. That, I heard like, they shipped some from New York a couple years ago. They like took them from New York and put them out in Hawaii because you know you can't kill the people, so it's nice all day and all night all year in Hawaii until somebody sets it on fire. Yeah, Yeah, until it's burning. I heard that there were like gangs of crackheads that go into supermarkets and steal spam, and since the Hawaiian people love spam so much, they're willing to pay the premium. So now I think if you go to a Hawaiian supermarket, most of the time they're gonna have spam behind the cages. No shit. Yeah, they are locking some shit up, aren't they? That's wild. Fucking spam. But I thought it's heavy with spam. Like, I get it, dude. That's a historical staple for Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. They have, like, a Bible about it. I'm going to be a spam dealer in Hawaii. <laughs> dude, no, don't say that. They'll come after you. They'll clip you off before oh, yeah, you that, even get a chance. That's true, the fucking spam cartel. You, yeah, you're me- messing with the spam cartel. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, if I was going to be homeless, Hawaii would probably be a good good place to go. 
No. Coconuts and spam. Oprah, yeah, Oprah, and then Oprah buys it. <laughs> then Oprah traffics you. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah, Sabadi. <laughs> I showed you that submarine today. Yeah, that yeah, tweet. yeah. Do you think that was a real picture? I don't know. It's I mean, not, we don't know. See, it's like watching the news, and you're not supposed to fucking see everything on the news and believe it now. Sure. Now you can't believe anything on the internet. I know, but I, I mean, so many of the independent like researches on the internet are being proven true, like mm. time and time again. You know, I did hear was uh, you know, all the talks of lasers. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, know yeah, why yeah. it's so common, yeah. but um, conspiracy under, underground news team, Ghost and Ryan Dean. He's a past guest. Um, that's where I heard the Mario thing, by the way. Sh- um, showed this laser that, depending on the color of the laser, would only burn another side of the color spectrum on the laser. So the blue, la- the green laser only burns green, green and blue stuff, and like the purple laser only burns like every other color other than blue and green. Interesting. Mm. People think it's such a crazy idea that they would have direct energy weapons, and I'm not saying that's what they did with Hawaii. I'm not saying SpaceX is a weapons array. No, but you, but I mean, <laughs> they do have direct energy weapons. Those are real. I mean, it's a real thing. And I mean, when you look at, I don't know if you guys are into all the conspiracy oh, stuff or whatever, but when you go all the way, you know, from any conspiracy you can think of has pretty much been true. I mean, not all of them, but from JFK or Vietnam or 9-11, all the shit that are COVID even, all the, all the shady shenanigans that went on with COVID and, you know, the lab over in Wuhan and all that. It's like everything that people were getting mad at other people for saying is, is what's like coming to surface. <laughs> Yeah, so, it's know. fucking freaky, dude. Yeah, it really is. Uh, yeah, how's that being a young person? <laughs> yeah, what's that like now? <laughs> um, I guess you just kind of shit your pants and keep swimming. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> I stayed very inebriated when I was your age. It's it's interesting, like how much things change and and then the things that don't change. But I feel like growing up now like in your early 20s it is it's a different world than it was when we were in our early 20s in many respects you know how old are you guys i'm pushing 40 i'm 39 sam's gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah so definitely not the same yeah yeah so a lot of things are not the same and it's 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 interesting i mean I, I even back then when i look back now i'm like fuck i wish i could go back to the 90s or even the early 2000s when I was a kid, I was always like, I wish I grew up in the 50s, you know? <laughs> do, do you guys have a generation you wish you came up in, or do you like where you're at? Or um, I wish I hit my musical peak right when Necrophagus dropped Epitaph. Ah. So that I could fit right into that super techie scene. Mm, sure. I, I dig it. Really, I don't even like super hardcore wish for that, but if I had to pick a different time, I would just be born like... 11 years earlier so 11 oh. years i'd do like 1100 we'd be hanging out we'd, we'd be hanging out if you were born like, 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 like the dark ages Either yeah be, go uh, back to some medieval shit be a teenager for when epitaph drops or be around for babylon oh, <laughs> 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 melissa raises a good point though it would suck to die of dysentery or a cold yeah. Or of just your 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it a cool life. Yeah. 
Died in old age of 35. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Man, what's life expectancy now? I It was supposed to go it's way like up. It's 110. It is. If you get chipped. Yeah, but every... Yeah, right, if you get chipped. I don't, yeah. I don't have the emotional fortitude for that. No, no judgment, but if, if the government starts chipping people, would you guys do it or not? Um, probably not. I'm, like, super against, you know, like, other people controlling me or... You yeah. Know, like, yeah. chipping with drugs, like... Microchip and microchip in your brain. Yeah, I'm, I'm also. I got enough bullshit up there, dude. <laughs> yeah. One more thing. Yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. I just assume everything has a kill switch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either you unplug yeah. it or short it out. Yeah, sure. No, so, I think no, thank you. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> it's a good rule of thumb. I don't want anybody putting a kill switch in my head. <laughs> I mean, I'll put it there myself if I, I have to, but not someone else. Yeah, man. <laughs> totally, dude. I just heard today that, like, I don't know, there's a lot of speculation that COVID is going to make a huge comeback this, like, fall and through the winter. Like, it's coming back, like, LGBT. Dude, like some, big, yeah, some TSA, like agent, some TSA agent leaked out that they just had some kind of meeting where they were told that come, like, October, they're going to start masking up again, and then by the time, like, February hits, we'll be in full-blown lockdowns again and all that fun stuff i'm gonna say something i'm just curious to see how this plays out and this i think it has thing, a lot to do with the election all this news is traced back to because alex jones met with an informant yeah yeah so he's, he's been mouth, right about a lot he's of stuff. the mouthpiece <laughs> of a fucking following I think that guy's a jerk off, but I can't say that he oh, ha <laughs> that guy has not been wrong about every. He's been right about a lot of the shit he says. He makes a lot That's of. That's coming from someone that doesn't really like him because I think that guy's a fucking spook. I he's, think he's allowed. Like a he's CIA. allowed to make a bunch of money doing that. Yeah, totally, totally. So, and a running joke in the group is that Joe will just randomly say the frogs are gay. I was I, <laughs> I was literally just gonna go the front the turn of the frogs gay. <laughs> it's true, it's true though. <laughs> you guys, you know what? Yeah. But yeah, now that's a thing happening though. <laughs> well, that is the medications everyone's pissing out, and they can't yeah. they can't fucking treat it. Right, and then the and I ju I just I just read today about fucking chemotherapy, how they can't fucking filter that out of the water. Oh, lovely. Yeah, oh, like all the water from the hospitals and shit. Oh fuck! Big money drugs. Well, dude, I mean, it was like that. That came him saying that though. Actually, it was I heard one of New the York had commercials, being like, "Drink the fucking water. It's fantastic." Did they? Do you guys remember <laughs> any? <laughs> the water in New York. I, I say this as someone who's traveled to many different states. It is so damn good over here. <laughs> yeah, you fucking great. Yeah. They got the they got the right blend of like Ozark and Xanax and Monster. It's amazing. Makes good pizza too. That's what that's what that uh. For sure, man. You ever had a bagel from New York? Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Bag there are like yeah, bagels from New York are just where it's at. <laughs> you call this a bagel? Fuck yeah, man. My old uh, landlord used to get those and bring them back for all of us. It was great. <laughs> now now they're like $20 a pop. Just I well, bet. Why would why shouldn't they be? <laughs> I'll pay I'll pay 40. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm a little misinformed <laughs> about what bagels are. <laughs> what, the New York bagels? Yeah. Oh, they're fucking great. They're, like, huge, and they're, like, the, the consistency is just, uh, they're just fucking delicious. Oh, okay. I thought you guys were talking about drugs, and I didn't know. Well, we are. We're talking, they are drugs. <laughs> what, what kind of drugs are they? Oh, they're bagels. Yeah, okay. New York yeah. bagels are drugs. They're, you want them every time you eat them, and you want more. <laughs> um, pizza's overhyped. I don't, I haven't really eaten that many, much pizza, uh, from New York, or any, any. Do you guys have any favorite pizza joints? Frank that base. Probably like Pizza Hut. Oh, no. Okay. I think a lot. I think you just pissed off New York. <laughs> no. All right. So that gauges them. Um, no, Frank that base is legit. No, Frank that base is yeah. Frank that base. Wait, is that it? Is that in Brooklyn? No, it's uh, they have one location Yonkers, approximately eight seconds from my house. Then they have another location, and um, what's that fucking town in Connecticut? Where Yale is. Oh, okay. It, what's it called again? Frank Pepe's amazing pizza. Oh, all right, all right. I'll have to fucking yeah. put that down, Frank Pepe's. I'm writing that down. For your trip to New York. Yeah, dude. <laughs> For sure. No, seriously, you got to check it out. Yeah, yeah. Then we'll set up a wood show in New York. I hope I'm not overhyping it so that when you actually go to eat it, you're like, this is some dog food. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure you're not, man. I mean, there's a ton of, uh, like, legendary pizza joints in New York. So. Very I mean, sure. New York pizza, there's one in Boston. <laughs> yeah, for a dollar. Yeah, there's dollar pizza, like, literally the name of it. That's a pretty decent spot, but the line is always, like, down the block. No kidding, huh? Dollar always pizza. after a show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's it? What's like the size of a slice over there? Are they like huge or? Oh, it's, it's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. A large size. Yeah, you have to fold that like four times. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a uh, we got South Shore Bar Pizza where we are, and because uh, we're in the South Shore of Massachusetts, and uh, oh, South Shore Bar Pizza is uh, is is the best, I think. <laughs> Nice. I'd have to try. I have to compare yeah, it. Next time I'm back in town. Oh yeah, dude, hit so us up if you guys want to try some really good pizza. Hit us up when you're around. I will not hesitate, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you will not be disappointed. I don't think. I hope not. Anyway. Sure, we will. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So jamming in the city. Where do you where do you guys play? Like, do you play in a building with a bunch of people, or you like got a spot? Yeah, yeah, we're in his garage. No shit. Everything out of the garage, dude. And then yeah, I used to have to like we used to have to ask the neighbors. Uh. We're, we're gonna practice, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I actually am blessed to have super supportive neighbors. That's for awesome. The most part. Yeah, you know, they'll see him like walking a dog or just going on a walk down the street. They'll see me walking or getting into my car. They're like, oh, I love your music. I love hearing it. And I'm like, do you really mean that? Because we're, we're screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Singing about murder. Yeah. I'm sorry. We used to have a neighbor that called the cops, but they moved the fuck out. Oh, good. Good. Fuck yeah. them. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah, you can't ask for anything more when you're playing when you have neighbors around you for them to actually appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's insane. It's a blessing, seriously. Absolutely. Fucking A. What else is news? <laughs> Come suck. 
In the city. Oh, that's uh, that's L.A. What? You're singing West Coast. I bet. Yeah, that's what it's called. In the city. California. Yeah, no time to party. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. There's an app in San for San Francisco to download that tells you where the poop on the street is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. That is necessary. Do you guys have an app that tells you where poop is? Yeah. Is there anything like that in New York <laughs> that tells you where, like, hey, guys, there's a fucking cachet of used needles right here. Yeah. Don't fall sure into it. Don't. Or like. I have an app at one time that was, um, it was called Flush. <laughs> and it was just like a conglomerate of all like public restrooms in the area because they don't have, they don't have bathrooms on the subways. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta go. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. So there was an app to tell you Flush. where the bathrooms are. That's cool. Starbucks is always a Starbucks. Mm. Just have to wait for like the crackhead to finally come out, but. Or you gotta, or you just hold a can of Narcan and kick the door down when they take too long. <laughs> <laughs> That's heroin, not crack. <laughs> no, I just need or. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Crack or heroin. <laughs> I don't know. People, people who have to hide and do it in New York, I think. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you can just do it on the fucking street. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, some people have dignity. They're like, do what they I now? I deserve my privacy. <laughs> I, I suppose if it's really good, you got to poop. <laughs> Holy shit. Drugs brought to you by Bri. Yeah. <laughs> Learn. Just kidding. Gonna start doing education, drug education. Yeah, <laughs> take it from the people who've done it. Don't do it. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. That. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, Brian. Oh, <laughs> we know you guys don't do drugs. That's right. Yeah. Again, straight edge. <laughs> you just drink the tap water. I watched Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, Deterrent. That's a, that's a good uh, diving platform. Yeah. Yeah. Requiem for a dream. It's a fucking good movie though. Mm. It is good. I feel like uh, it. I feel like it probably goes one way or the other. You either want to do it because of that movie, or you fucking don't. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good. Never considered the people that would want to do drugs after watching this movie. Well, that's that's uh, mock MK. That's Mockingbird Media. MK Ultra type of stuff. It well Dude. programming, normalizing. It's make it. It's normalizing it, making it look fucking glorious. And it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They make killing yourself look fucking lovely. Yeah, that's true. Dude, I can't take Who's that? Is that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Requiem for a Dream. Oh, sorry. Jared Leto. Jared Leto is the owner of Laurel Canyon. I know. Yes. Yeah. Fuck. Somebody said yep over there. So Do you guys know where Laurel Canyon oh, I, is? I, I saw the Joe Rogan clip that broke it all down. Oh, no shit. Oh, okay. did he? <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah, he, did. he was like, Jerry Leto owns Laurel Canyon, and it's associated with like this conspiracy theory where like rock music was a whole psyop, some shit like that. He was talking about that on his show? 
Yeah, he had a guest on that was talking about that. So yeah. basically, it's all these rock stars fucking live there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Or they were groomed there. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's a part of the theory. I I, uh, <laughs> I heard that year a few years ago. I heard that. I'm not. I'd probably butcher it if I even try to like surmise it. I can't really think. But yeah, I don't, I don't know it that well either. But I I think like what I gathered was that. The, like the government set up this whole psyop using rock music for like an anti-war effort mm-hmm. to divide the people one way or the other to just like basically polarize everybody because all the rock and roll hippie people hated the war and everyone that hated them loved the war. Yeah. So the idea that like they would slip rock music with all these agendas and ideas into a nearby cult and then that cult propagated it everywhere else. Yeah, and they use things like LSD and shit like that. Man. I just fucking John Fogarty, fortunate fucking son, man. Yeah, you think? That's got to be a tune by them, by the fucking by the CIA. by the black hats or the fucking you know the men the men in black. Yeah, probably, dude. The Fibby, the CIA. I mean, I think it's interesting. Rogan's starting to come out with like these conspiracies that I feel like years ago he would have like shook his fucking finger at. The people with the biggest audience. Are probably being lied to. Yeah, to a degree. They're probably being used. Sure. Yeah. They're allowed to do that. They're allowed to say that. Yeah, I feel like you can't get as big as he is without them letting you get that big. Yeah. I, I mean, that could be wrong. That's yeah. all That's all of entertainment. You have to sell yeah. your soul, basically. Yeah, it holds water. Hmm. Yeah, you know. It yeah, just even they makes, know. Yeah, it makes sense. Fuck. Um, Katy Perry used to be a church girl and now she's like doing rituals with dancing sharks and riding on tigers <laughs> the, the beast don't you start about the magic shark ritual Melissa you need a microphone god damn it dude I have so much shit to say and I'm just over here on the fucking futon I'm like, I went like fucking retarded for a minute. I just completely did, like I was like I don't know what I'm gonna just, talk we have about. A cra- <laughs> it's like New York City. We got a crazy person hanging out in the background. Yeah. I don't know if you guys can hear, but she's ranting. It's yeah. very hard to hear. Very yeah. It's a, the considerate a bonus. Do you hear that, Melissa? They said it's very hard to hear. Well, that's because I don't have a fucking microphone. Or a fucking like notebook to write things and show in your face. Huh? Huh? What? There's a whiteboard right there. Go nuts. Yeah. She doesn't want to be on camera. Oh well. Melissa's Uh, Melissa's the oldest one here. How old are you now, Melissa? How old are you now? Like almost dead. Melissa's on a band episode. (laughs) <laughs> it's actually an episode where what we banned it. I, I remember when sitcoms were racist and it was entertaining. <laughs> I remember when sitcoms were racist. I had a rotary phone. I know how to write cursive. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the shit that they got away with back in the day just wouldn't fly anymore. Um, All in the family was a riot, man. Those were the day. That had some racy humor, but it was it was it was funny because it was funny. It was uh, comedy. I it thought was that like, show was kind of stupid. I thought it was a riot. <laughs> well, the Jeffersons and Sanford. The Jeffersons is, is like, awesome. Yeah. Like, 
even like the Flintstones and fucking Married with Children. Yeah, they like, all. Dude, that shit wouldn't fly today. Well, yeah. I don't know how the cartoons get away with it. They play it off as satire, but obviously, like, friggin'. South Park Somebody gets away with everything. Pockets. South Park can do whatever yeah. they want. No, they, can't, they can't be touched. To no. South Park and Death Metal are in like the same category of completely uncancelable. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a great point, actually. <laughs> that means... Uh, Campbell Corse has been writing songs about ripping like women in half for like... Oh, God, that was like 30, 40 years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loop them in with Joe Rogan. Put them in the same club we just put Joe Rogan in. (laughs) Yeah. Trey Parker and Matt Stone, they get away with everything. They have a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. That that kind of racy material is just blatantly available to all age ranges on cable television when it came out. Uh It was on like basic cable channels and they wanted it there well that's yeah. the thing all yeah. the stuff that's on there that they, there's only what they, they want only, to be yeah, on they, there exactly. but you know what it's still entertaining F that yeah. shit I will watch friggin cartoons yeah man they can wash my brain with entertaining things <laughs> yeah no I'm gonna let them I'll let them <laughs> yeah. yeah Jared Leto that guy, I see. He, he just put out like another song the other day, and I watched. Thirty it. seconds, thirty seconds to Mars, did? Yeah, I think so. I think it was thirty seconds. Yeah, they just did. I don't know if it was an EP or a single. They they just came out with something that's been popping up. Oh boy! I can't say I've ever liked them. I just never got into them. I don't know. Almost the whole thing about their whole fan base being a cult, with him being the leader. Like, <laughs> yeah. On, like, retreats together. He takes like his thirty seconds to Mars fans like. Hardcore fans on retreats and like it's weird. They eat babies and shit. I bet he's. I I don't know. He's probably cool. I guess. (laughs) Do you guys like Thirty Seconds to Mars? Uh, I like a song. I know no other songs but Bury Me. Yeah, yeah. So he lives. That's how Jared Leto lives, red free in your brain. I already had a huge hog too. I think you're the one that told me. That he's got a big dick? Yeah. Yeah, I think I heard that somewhere. Right <laughs> back, guys. Hey. He's, a, he's <laughs> about to put Jared Leto the shame. We're talking about Jared Leto's dick here. <laughs> Cock party. <laughs> yeah, I did hear that guy was, like, well endowed. I don't know why I'm still talking about it, but... <laughs> so he's, he's, he's like... Coming on to you, dressed as the Joker. Come yeah. On. Yeah. No. Uh, I just I'd be like, hey, show me your dick. Morbius. Show it to me. <laughs> show me your Morbius. Yeah. I'm not. I won't like touch it or anything. I just come on. Show me your dick. It's Morbin <laughs> time. Did you guys watch Morbius? Nope. Mm-mm, no. <laughs> I watched it. You watched it, Chase? No, I didn't watch it. Oh, yeah, I'm the only one that watched it. it I is... remember when Morbius was a comic book. Is it character. good? It's painfully mid. Really? Yeah, it's like not not good. <laughs> Damn it! He's a Spider-Man. <laughs> vi- he's a Spider-Man villain, isn't he? Uh, I'm not sure. I really or don't Daredevil. Too much with the superhero movies. Oh uh, yeah, you avoided that. That was a yeah. that was a mind control rush. <laughs> yeah, I stopped at Iron Man, and I was like in the very beginning. I stopped at Civil War. I like Iron Man. Oh, I made it further than me. Civil War was all right. Did you just say you were waiting for them to make something? Did I hear that wrong? I heard that wrong. All right. <laughs> well, this is going great. <laughs> yeah, Jared Leto. It always goes back to him. 
Fucking A, man. Yeah. Um, his best role was uh, when he got his Nick arm Cage, lopped Nick, off. No, the Nick Cage movie, Lord of War. Oh yeah. He was the fucking shitty brother. Yeah. Yeah, Nicolas Cage's character in real life got like let traded out. for Brittany Garner. That's right. Yeah, the Merchant of that. Death. Yeah, the Merchant of Death. We get a basketball player, <laughs> they get the Merchant of Death. <laughs> oh my god. Nick Cage does have a black metal son though. So. He does. Does he? No, he's like releasing something new. I've seen all the buzz around it lately. Yeah, Nick Cage's son is crazy into black metal. That's kind of cool. That's good. That's comforting. Yeah, crazy. Nick Nick Cage does some like crazy shit too. He has like, I like him. He's like the leader oh, leader of the like Illuminati. Because he spent a lot of money, and then he just like goes around and vlogs like him traveling around the world and like sells that for like ridiculous amounts of dollars. But it's like an entertaining story of like the country he's in. Huh. He's, uh, like, he's doing documentaries. <laughs> I like him. He's, he's a cool guy. Awesome. I loved him in Kick Ass. I loved him in National. Yeah, yeah. Con Con Air. Oh, he was awesome in Con Air. <laughs> Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Spirit of Vengeance. I'm going to cry. Dude. You guys are going to make The Family cry. Man. <laughs> City of Angels. City of Angels. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, I've always liked Nicholas Cage. Oh, the fucking the National Treasure movies. Yeah. The Wicker. The yeah, Wicker, Wicker Man. The Wicker Man. I don't. Oh, I didn't. He dies. So he good. dies. He dies at the end. I He's inside this big. It's Dude. basically the end of Midsummer. Dude, Summer. Casper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I that one you guys, Midsummer is probably the most fucked up movie That's I've ever seen. That's a good seen. movie. That's the realest shit that could happen to you if you go travel. <laughs> <laughs> that was I a good. That movie really like captured what it actually kind of feels like to be like tripping sack in an environment that you're not familiar with. Like, it's a subtleness of just, like, you feel the main character's, like, anxiety during this whole thing. Mm. And then it just goes to shit. People start jumping off fucking cliffs. Yeah. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Oh, shit, yeah. Y'all see Bo's Afraid? Uh, What is it? Bo's Afraid. No. Same director. No. Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, no shit, really? Oh, no shit. Major trip of a movie. I haven't heard of it. I'm going to write that down. Say that again. Bo is afraid. Bo is afraid. Bo, uh, B-E-A-U is afraid. Yeah, B-E-A-U, yeah. Um, he also did Hereditary. That's, yeah, a, he that's a good movie. There's, there's been some good, there's been some good, like, horror movies coming out these last couple of years. For, oh, yeah. for a while, I feel like there was nothing. That but, was, like, yeah. seven years ago, I think. Hereditary? Or was it five? No. Barbarian fucking I want to see that. I want to see that. Or what is it uh, with that clown, the terrorizer? Or oh, yeah, Terrifier 2. Terrifier. Second sequel. I heard it made people puke in the theater. <laughs> yeah. I There's this awesome venue in Brooklyn called Lucky 13. They have, like, go-go dancers and then a metal stage I've to heard the other that. side. And they also have TVs play movies. And that is where I saw the entirety of Terrifier 2. Really? Yeah, just like in between a stripper's legs. <laughs> <laughs> was it uh, Was it good? Did you like it? Oh, yeah. It, I was complete. Like, my environment totally melted away because I was just so sucked into the movie. Did you, <laughs> did you just tip her huge? That says something about the strippers. <laughs> yeah, 
just me like walking by and I put a dollar. I'm like, okay, get out of here. Come on. <laughs> You're in my view. Jesus. <laughs> you could smell just them stand, coming. Just stand <laughs> here <laughs> over my head. <laughs> yeah, I, I still get to see the first one. I heard it's uh, really cool, though. It's super boring. A good blend of comedic to gore. Yeah. It's not like cheesy funny, but it has a lot of like comedic undertones. Yeah. Nice. I like that. I like that. I, I like like comedic horror movies too, like any Bruce Campbell movie, mm. like the Evil Dead movies and all that. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Baba Hotep. You guys ever oh. seen the movie Baba Hotep? <laughs> no, Dude, so many people that love Bruce Campbell have not seen that movie. Watch the movie Baba Hotep when you get a chance. I know Baba Duke. <laughs> no, nah. that movie. You you won't be disappointed. I promise. All right, let's check it out. Baba Hotep. Baba yep. Hotep. <laughs> Baba Hotep, dude. It's fucking great. He plays uh, he plays Elvis in retirement. He faked it. Like, Elvis didn't really die. Like, he faked his own death, and he lives in a nursing home. And that's Bruce Campbell plays Elvis, like, in you know, living out his life, like, you know, because he faked his death. And then his roommate or the guy in the room next to him is this black dude that is supposedly JFK because the government faked his death. And there's, uh, well, I'll say there's an Egyptian curse involved in the movie in this nursing home, and it's awesome. <laughs> wow, that sounds kind of insane. Yeah. <laughs> that was like a lot that you threw out. Yeah, yeah, it is insane. It's fucking rad, though. It, it works, believe me. <laughs> Check your fucking Amazon immediately. <laughs> yeah, dude. I wanted, if you guys see it, I want you guys to let me know what you thought. <laughs> All right, that's on the list for sure. Yeah, hell yeah, and I got I got a uh, I got Bo's afraid on the list. I got Frank Pepe's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Combine it, you both. Yes. <laughs> you both. You don't totally want to eat while you watch Bo's. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I find that I can eat food watching no matter what. I'm not really one of the people that are like, oh, I shouldn't be eating while I watch this. I can. I can do it. I can watch yeah. anything. Really. <laughs> I thought I was one of those people that could just like tank through whatever and eat. Yeah. Until I saw the human centipede too. <laughs> and went out for ice cream afterwards. And it was like, just look at the chocolate ice cream. I just, <laughs> I didn't want it anymore. <laughs> yeah. That would be the ultimate test. Good I point. Good call. <laughs> I just hit the mic hard. Yeah. You guys ever seen the movie Serbian film? Oh God! No, okay. no, I think I heard about that. That's a whole other level. That's so bad that even Melissa was just like, "Okay, I'm out of here." <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, it's like the bottom of like the horror movie iceberg. No, like, it's not. It's not even all the way at the bottom, dude. And I don't know how bullshit that shit is anyway. There's a lot of there's a lot of people that like will judge you just for having seen the movie. <laughs> you and freaking Nick tried well, to watch to it. it. I know. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> What's it called again? Nah. Serbian? Film? A Serbian film. And please, film. yeah, okay. I'm going to warn you right now, you, you might feel like a piece of shit watching you it. If you make it to the end, you might feel pretty <laughs> bad by yourself. You Is it one of those movies that just has, like, no plot and it's just horrible shit? Oh, no, movie? there's a plot. There's a plot. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah. Because I've seen some of those, like, art films where it's, like, just scary cinematography but nothing really happening, you know? I'll say this. The movie is fucking horrendous, um, and I feel like a piece of shit because I have to say that it's, like, well-written and it's well-done, 
but it is a, it's a it's a fucking horrendous movie. <laughs> it just is. <laughs> like saying Burzum's first album is good. You know, you can't say it, but it's true. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Yep. That. Uh. Yeah. We're canceled. <laughs> Not yet. I said the B word. For yeah. the, for those of the for those in the audience who don't know the Burzum stuff, how about we hear from you folks? Burzum, all right, so Burzum is a one-man black metal project by a guy named Varg Vickers, who is a massive piece of shit. He's like national socialist, white supremacist, super proud about it, killed people, burned churches, but he wrote good music. He wrote good music. Past tense, it was good. How did he die? He's still around. He oh, makes, okay. He does YouTube vlogs about <laughs> white supremacy. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you can't, he, he, his music was so important for that, like, I think it would be second wave of black metal. Yeah. Like around the time of Mayhem after Venom and all that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Important for black metal, but he is such a fucking awful person. Wow. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, like there's a good handful of those, like, in, like, the fucking black metal scene. <laughs> Yeah, GG Allen ain't shit. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah, I mean, that gets you into, like, the whole conversation of, like, separating the art from the artist, you know? Which... Yeah, for sure. That will bring you into that. Mm. All your idols are shitbags. Yeah, yeah, pretty Basically, much. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know, are you guys familiar with Ronnie Radke? Yeah. He's yeah. in the hot seat lately. The emo. Yeah, emo. what's he in the hot seat for now, like, as of late? Hard Rock News. Uh, I, I don't know if it's anything too new, but he had the thing where he threw a stand at a 16-year-old girl's head. Oh, that was that I was think, a long time ago. Yeah, Six Flags was the Six Flags or some amusement park. He <laughs> threw a bunch of mic stands in the crowd and yeah, injured. He bonked people. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think he like beat the shit out of no. like, some girlfriend or yeah. wife. These are those are all like really old. Now he's basically just. A big image on the internet. Yeah, he like, about, like, TikTok. He comes at people in the yeah. comments like of people at TikTok. Like, like that's that's just what it is. Yeah, it's it's like, just super right wing type thing. Like, at your all day, which is like, if that's your thing, that's cool. Oh, is he though? <laughs> apparently, apparently, I don't like keep up with him. Like, this yeah. Inter- interesting. Yeah. No, that's not my thing. <laughs> Purely independent. <laughs> nah, but yeah, man. Yeah, I, I can't. I've never sided with one side or the other. I just and I, I don't understand anybody that can. And we all live in blue states. I know, right? It's it's just interesting how somebody can pick a side and agree with everything that side says. It's like I it's insane, dude. Yeah, I've dealt with people who wake up. I shit you not. At five in the morning, and first thing they do is talk shit on Joe Biden. Wow. And it's like I'm not I'm not saying Joe Biden's great or anything, but yeah, I'm saying how yeah. do you have that energy the moment you open your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you live for anything? Your else? only personality trait is politics. <laughs> it's more than that. It's like their whole brain. Yeah. Yeah. There is a shit. There is a shit feed of every political leaning mm. that just runs all day too. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was creative. I mean, we were going. We were talking about it a little while ago. Just you know about brainwashing and shit like that. I mean, it's all divisive yeah. tactics that are you know formulated by the elite, and it's it's real. <laughs> 
We all need to come together under metal, under black metal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe under- not bars, but yeah, something like black metal. Maybe we'll do like, I don't know, like, what's a good black metal? <laughs> didn't, isn't Mayhem playing, like, now? Yeah, they're still going. Yeah. Yeah. They're still going. Who sings for them now? Oh, no idea. Some, uh, there, some... So there was Zed at first. Like, yeah, yeah he wasn't in the band that they weren't, like, he didn't really last that long, right, before he killed himself? Yeah, I don't, I, he might have done one official release. I don't know Mayhem very well, but he, he shot himself and they used it as an album cover. Yeah, that's yeah pr- we've, that was pretty metal. <laughs> we've covered it on yeah. the past episodes. Fuck. It was the dude who basically, it was like an argument that they had, because it was, it was dead in Euronymous. Yeah, Euronymous. Yeah. Euronymous was basically like, okay, you're so sad, kill yourself, like, do it. And then he did it, and then when he came back to the house, he took a picture of it. <laughs> yeah, didn't they Didn't they use pieces of him? Oh, I'm sorry, go no. ahead. What did you say? They used it for the album cover. Yeah, they took a photo of, like, his brains splattered everywhere. Yeah, it it's album. crazy cover. It's a, it's a wild. And uh, But didn't they also, I think, Euronymous, is that his name? Yeah. I didn't he use like pieces of his skull and like make a necklace that like put like give it members of his band like pieces of his skull. I also heard that, yeah. Supposed to that happen. So yeah, I mean that could be like urban legend too, but uh I did hear That's that. That's pretty fucking mad. Well we know for a fact he used that as the album cover, so I'm willing to believe yeah. it. Right. Know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he, that was a pretty good picture too. Like just you know, just speaking uh, strictly speaking was... about uh, the photography. Yes, <laughs> he, he took a good yeah, picture. He, he framed it wonderfully. The composition. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted the Sarah Infest album cover. Which ones? Um, I don't know. All their albums are the like bad. forensically named. And <laughs> <laughs> I know you're super into the Sarah Infest. I gotta get into them more. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, it's been amazing having you guys. Uh, you're, you're wonderfully talented, and I wish you nothing but the best. And I hope we can do this again sometime. Oh, yeah. yeah. Say one, man. It's been wonderful having you know conversation uh, with you. Have you guys done any other podcasts? No. no first one. First one. Oh, yeah, right on. Good. I'm glad, I'm glad we're the first. That's cool. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, if I if I can uh, I, if you guys are interested in being on any other podcast, I can talk to a couple people. Um, I, I think it would be great if you guys just uh, did as much as you could for yourselves, especially at the age you're at. Like now is the time. I completely agree. You know, I think it's important for fans to see the artist as they are as people. You yeah, know, absolutely. I to connect with the music more. I'm going to be more into a band if I listen to an interview from Th- that band. Dude, thousand percent, thousand percent. So. Yeah, and I guarantee people that see you guys on this or listen to you guys on this and haven't heard you, I guarantee they will want to. And vice versa, if they've heard you, now they've met you, and it's like, yeah, these dudes are fucking awesome. <laughs> Appreciate it, man, very much. It's been awesome. Yeah, so let's do it again sometime. Uh, what do you guys got coming up, and where can people find your music? You can find us on all streaming, all streaming, YouTube. Coming up, we have those uh, two shows this weekend. We're going to be in Troy, New York, August 26th, uh, playing at the Mushroom Farm. Hold on. Collar City Mushrooms. City Mushrooms. Yeah. And then the following weekend, September 1st, we are playing at Stone... Stone Circle Theater Stone Circle in Brooklyn. Is it Scumbag underscore NY? Yeah. Drop yeah. the handle? Let's drop the handle properly, yeah. right, hopefully. Scumbag <laughs> underscore NY. 
I'll get it. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, guys, hey, stick around after we, we sign out here just so we can give a proper goodbye. <laughs> and thank you guys again so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank so you, much. too. Thank you, Melissa. Yeah. Like, Anytime. share, and subscribe.